The Light FM presents Community Spotlight, a program designed to focus on what's important to you in your community. Now here's Braxton with today's Community Spotlight. Boy, I look forward to hanging out with you each week on The Light FM. Thanks for being here. So this week we're talking to Red Martin. He's the executive director of Sunday Dinner with a Twist in upstate South Carolina. Sunday Dinner is a term that many of us are familiar with, but the twist... What's that all about? Red, can you share? Well, the twist part is we go out and meet the homeless. We don't, we don't, they don't come to us. We go out and meet them. And doing that, we build relationships with them. We build, like, they're part of our family. And we're having a four-year anniversary on March 6th. We've been doing this for four years now. Mm. And on March 6th, we're going to go back and we're going to feed women that are in recovery for the anniversary and we're going to we're going to have poets and comedians and we're going to have a big dinner and everything just like it was just when it what, started when it started wow. and we're going to go back to that just for one sunday and we're also going to go feed that day but for one sunday we're going to celebrate and we're going to also bring some of the homeless men and women in to celebrate with us i'm going to go pick them up and bring them bring them in so they can share a dinner with us and share a good time with us right yeah so how did all this start six years ago? The Sunday dinner started. We were going out handing out plates of food, and my wife said, you know what they're missing is a Sunday dinner like my grandma used to cook. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting. She was like, yeah, because no matter what you was going through, you always could go to grandma's house and eat Sunday dinner. Right. So we started incorporating that with feeding, and we started going to treatment centers and feeding the guys that are just getting off the street. And we would feed 120 to 160 a week. Wow. And um, then COVID hit, can't go inside there no more. So we started going out in the streets and that's where we found our, what we need to do. We found our passion and where we need to be. It's where God sent us. Where do you get the food and supplies that you need? Um, Mostly through, donations we go out and go to sam's every saturday and we buy all the food that we're going to cook sunday and then she gets in the kitchen and starts cooking wow and, yeah must be some cook she, huh oh yeah she's she's yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so she cooks it up and then we go meet uh, some volunteers we got about 10 volunteers and we go meet and uh we box the food up get it out the pans and box it up and so people don't come to you no we go to them we go to them it's not we don't we don't go to the places where everybody else goes feeds we go down in the woods and in the bridges where people don't see them and we go on out there and we love them we give every one of them got my phone number they call me two three o'clock in the morning they need something i'm up i go get it yeah. You're you're being to them what you never had, what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah. More more so of I knew well, like I said, eighteen years on and off through my life I was homeless. And so I know exactly what they need. I know where they're at. And a lot of times when I was out there people would come up and tell me they'd say, You know, God loves you and hand me a Bible verse or something. And I'd say, I just ate out of a trash can. Really? 
are you going to tell me that? So what we try to do is instead of telling them, we show, show them. them. You be Jesus. Yeah, we don't we don't go out and hand out pamphlets. We we show you. We show you God's love. Cuz we we're personal. We build relationships with them. And that's something that a lot of people don't don't do. Yeah. They just hand them a plate and walk off. Right. We we know everyone. Check off a box. Yeah. I, I did this today. Yeah. Take a yeah. picture. Yeah. But <laughs> it's so, easy to do. It is. Know? I think it is. A, a lot of us are guilty of that. And it's it's nothing against people that do that. I love when people just It's still good. Yeah. It's just that I know from personal experience how I felt when somebody wouldn't look me in the eye. I'm still human, mm-hmm. you know, and you, you you walk by or you go to the other side of this sidewalk because you don't want to be close to me like I'm contagious or something. And so we don't, I mean, we, we love on them. We hug them. We, we do whatever they need. What, what changed for you? My wife, my wife changed. When I met her, I, I was mad at God. I saw God working in a lot of people's lives, but I didn't see him working in mine. And what happened was an old man set me down, and he said, I want you to write down on a piece of paper, and he said, I want you to write down how many times you've been in jail, how many times you've been in psychiatric hospital, how many times you've been in detox or treatment center, and how many times you honestly tried to commit suicide. And he said, on the bottom of the piece of paper, I want you to write down how many friends and family members that have died of this disease, direct result of this disease, mental health, drug and alcohol addiction. Sure. So my numbers were six times in jail, 16 treatment centers, and eight psychiatric hospitals. And then on the bottom, it was eight eight family family members and friends. And when I, I took the paper after I wrote it down, and he didn't have to say anything, I just started crying because it was the first time I ever saw where God had been with me every single time. Right. And I was like, he does. He loves me. He told me, he said, do you know why you're not number nine? He said, because God loved you through all the stuff up top that you shouldn't be here with. And I was like... <laughs> I couldn't deny it anymore. Scales came off your eyes yeah. then. I get chills talking about it because wow. it was like, wow, he's been there the whole time. So many God moments. Yes, yes. Know. We receive a lot of blessings behind what we do. God's God shows up all the time for us. And one of the ways he showed up for us is we found a young lady under a bridge, pregnant, five and a half months and she told us about how the rats had ate the food off her chest the night before. And during that time, my wife was talking to her. My wife found out she was pregnant. We put her in a hotel for a month and a half and tried to get her back to her doctor's appointments and everything. Well, September 17th of 2020, she had the baby. So the next day they called and said, can y'all be the kinship caregivers? And of course, my wife said, meet me at the hospital. I didn't have a say so. I met her at the hospital. We've had Sam ever since. Sam is a beautiful blessing to us. He is um he's one of God's angels he put in my life. And um the first angel he put in my life is April 24th of 2016. I was homeless, living on the streets, and God's 
God found it in his heart to drop an angel into my life. And it was in the form of my wife, Cassandra Martin. And since that day, I've received so many blessings because I've finally realized God's love for me. And I would have never known that if he wouldn't have dropped those angels in my life. What would you say to that person who feels like you did, where someone says God loves you, and you thought to yourself, you know, I see him doing this and that for other people, but I don't see it for myself. What would you say to that person who is, who's given up and said God doesn't love me anymore? I would say do the same thing the old man had me do. Write five of the most tragic things in your life down on a piece of paper. Put the number beside it and then look at it. And if you don't see what God did for you, just dig deeper. Right. You dig deeper because it didn't take me anything to see it. Because once I met my wife, she's, she wouldn't leave. I didn't think I deserved her. So I would do things to push her away. And she wouldn't leave. Wow. So I started noticing that what she was talking about, God's love, and the love that she learned from her grandmother and her mother and father, there might be there might be a chance. But it's when that old man set me down and made me put that stuff on a piece of paper. It's like there's no doubt. What do you think is uh, next? What do you see in the future, rest of this year? What do you, th- what do you see God doing? Um, what we're trying to do next is open up a building where we'll bring them in, let them wash their clothes, fill out paperwork where they need to fill paperwork out, and also take showers. We're not going to do the counseling or anything. There's other places that do great with the counseling. We just want to get them to us, wash clothes, take a shower. That way... You're more likely to feel like a human when you're washed up and clean. I know yeah. that's the way I am. And then eventually, five years down the road, our hope is to start building some tiny houses, find a piece of land, and try to get these young, these men and women into little tiny homes. Well, he is Red Martin, and his wife Cassandra are the executive directors of Sunday Dinner with a Twist in upstate South Carolina. More info is online at sundaydinnerwithatwist.com, or they're also on Facebook when you search Sunday Dinner with a Twist. Well, Red, been a pleasure to hang out with you and hear part of your story. Uh, thank you so much for your time and for your heart for Jesus and the homeless there in upstate South Carolina. Hey, thanks for coming in. Thank you, and I appreciate it. I really appreciate the opportunity to come up here and share with y'all. We hope you enjoyed today's Community Spotlight, covering issues that matter to you in your community. If you have a suggestion for a future program, just call 800-330-9648. That's 800-330-9648. Be sure to join us next week for another Community Spotlight with Braxton on The Light FM.